Hello, I have the amazing Mario Bakes here, in intelligence expert. Thank you. I'm so pleased to have you talking with me today about anger and anger Beautiful. management. Thank you for having me today with you. I truly appreciate you finding time and asking me uh, what I think about anger management, about anger and anger management, yes. Well, just even talking about it openly is amazing, isn't it? Just just being able to, well, to have this conversation. Yes, it is. Look, I, I truly believe that when the people, we, we are slowly we're losing a slow human touch. Uh, this is my perception. Uh, technology, which connect us in those times, those times right now, it's gonna be the biggest actually hurdle in the future is going to separate us and when it's come to the human uh, behavior I, I really enjoy talking to you most importantly i'm enjoying your posting call you're oh, true hero you. for me i feel like you know somebody who's who dares to step out somebody who dares to express the feeling and emotions to the poems as you do and uh, educating other people about ptsd and anger it's a, it's a big topic. We are hiding something in our lives. Well, we can't improve our emotional intelligence intelligence if we don't communicate and be open and talk about all the different emotions we feel. Yes, yes, correct. I do agree with you. And I'm just like, that's my pleasure to be today with you. Would, would you like to share with everybody all your professions that you do and your age? Of course, I'm uh, 48 years old. I'm uh, gonna be 49 in September this year, which which puts me now in, the, in a group of senior citizens, which makes me very vulnerable person. I'm gonna ask centrally for the obviously for the benefits of the public transport and everything else. But the thing is, I'm uh, I'm born in a different environment. I'm born in communism, born in ex Yugoslavia in 1972, and uh, uh, the, my life was a little bit more colorful than ever expected. I was amongst the bands who are you know typical communist product what work work and then after work drink 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 complain 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 and they were continuously angry on our life and uh, you know angry about everything and everybody was biggest enemy you know this you know my father used to be saying look at him he must be the thief has a new car or this lady she must be featured because he has this and this so all this was transferred me. I just want to be the child. But in communism, you're not a normal child. You are the product of the revolution. That's how they call us. Mm -hmm. And when you follow the revolution, you follow the path of the, your ancestors 50 years ago. And um, at that moment, I uh, didn't saw it that way. But to that is a blessing. My parents on uh, Christmas Eve 1986, they decided to kick me out because uh, it was one more feet. And uh, my grandfather was was the head of secret police in Yugoslavia and he took me with him um, a very cold night, semi-military school, and I found myself in military. However, what I didn't realize that five years later, Yugoslavia descended uh, into a civil war and uh, I found myself on an intersection uh, fighting for the something I've been uh, educated on, you know, you know, you've been groomed all your life to become, you know, child of revolution. But I believe in democracy, and democracy for me, for me was a McDonald's and Coke. So I started fighting for independence for Croatia. So parents at that stage they disappeared from 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 my side. They gone in Germany and what they did, and 
things are start changing from from bad to worse. And uh, you know, we all have the impression that army is just a joke and uh, it's a good commercials. However, war is a very serious thing and that changed the human behavior drastically. Your, mm. your, your, your sight, you know, you become you become a different individual. Yeah, you have a commandership, and so I spent 1800 plus combat days consecutive because you know that was a you know that was a part of my life. But then in military security services, and then eventually I've been transferred into uh, diplomatic intelligence services and being sent in Australia. Eventually, um, and uh, I stayed and started my business here. Well, you've you've seen the high end of desensitization. Yes. So things happening in front of you, and at that time, beyond story, there's not even that response of anger. There's the natural fighter mode if you're in the military, but you're you're just responding out of training. It's not a it's not a reaction as in a as an anger reaction. It's trained to kill, taught reaction, and full desensitization. I, I truly believe that people had the biggest mistake about military. You have the training, and I was told that you know I have a command post afterwards, you know, with uh, with numbers of the, of the combatants below me. Uh, you can train and prepare yourself for everything, but you can't prepare yourself for the for the onslaught on your brain. Nobody can. Mm-hmm. And after this, you find yourself in situation. First of all, environment feeds you with the information, which we can see today COVID. So government feeds all that fear. Mm-hmm. Then you have the, all these debriefings in military. It's a fear, and then you become very very angry person seeking. A sort of type of revenge was happening around us, you know, and that's push you harder, harder, and uh, that nobody didn't told us, um, you know, we should see life differently the, mm-hmm. with the, with the anger. Nobody can cure the anger except Nicole Oten. I must say that one, but at the point which very simple is, you're feeling your anger, and you bring in all your upbringing, childhood, lost loves, and. I was angry, Nicole. I was I was freaking angry, you know. Like I was a I was a virgin. I was a nineteen years old, was a virgin. So I never had a friend properly. I never had a you know sex part. The parents dumped me. You know, you were just angry, young man. And then you you can see that changing inside of you, all that behavior is changing. And then you realize that eventually you become a different person. Mm-hmm. And the only thing you can use that anger is in combat. Society doesn't want you anymore. You're being like sort of branded, you know what I mean? PTSD, yeah. uh, alcohol abusing, you are continuously angry. And nobody wants you around that. And that makes you even more angrier. You feel more rejected. That's All these that's suppressed emotions deep within yes. you. And re- rejection uh, is is a harsh, a harsh feeling. It is, and that's like that's what the people don't understand. It's very hard and very difficult uh, for me to even describe uh, because you're becoming the part of the of the solution for something, but in reality you become rejected by the same people you are try to be solution like uh, not just mm-hmm. the government but the environment around you. Like, in, I'll be frank with you, uh, I was always being afraid to be diagnosed with PTSD. 
I was asking like, what did that eat? That's a good to have because you get a pension and everything else. Like, I don't want to be sick mm. because I knew that the first thing when people, when people see you change your behavior, they avoiding you. And somehow oh, yeah. you are attracting people. Yeah. And you know, that feeling that being branded uh, angry, issue, drive, 20 plus years old person and society just say, I don't want you anymore. Well, it still happens today within our defence force in Australia. When yeah. when people become unwell, unstable with PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, they get put away from everyone else into office duties, but kept in an office working away from everyone else. I saw it when That's I was at good. HMAS Cerberus, and and they just await to be medically discharged. A lot of them end up just homeless veterans and, and some of them just end up taking their own life because they have yes. no self-worth after having to give their uniform up, their boots that they love so much and polished and kept so so shiny. And then all of a sudden they've got nothing. They, they can't say who they are. They don't That's even know is. where they're going because the military will tell them all the time when they're going. They'll tell them when they've got their medical appointment. They they control every facet of their life and then all of, all of a sudden they've got nothing. Uh, that's that's another thing I do remember when I when I left the military uh, 30th of May 98. Nicole, in all honesty, I think I dream of a unit for six months afterwards. I wake up in the morning and I said, where's my equipment? Where is this? Where is that? Even I was having that different lifestyle, the suit, the, the badge, the gun and you know, um, in, in, in foreign intelligence services, but still you, you, that, that belong, that part of belonging something and that makes you angry, makes yeah. you very angry. I have nothing. And I actually ran into uh, an ex-combat fighter uh, from the Australian mm. army in Sale, Gippsland. And yes. he, he has PTSD. He hasn't been serving for a, a long time now. And somehow we, we, I don't know, we must have had our PTSD beacons going as <laughs> we just found each other. And and all of a sudden we start talking about anger. If anyone else was around us, they would have just gone, woo, <laughs> out of there. I don't even know how it happened. Uh, and, and then he did say, you know, I, I used to have to go and kill people and do this and do that. And now I'm in, I'm back home. I'm, I'm not working now in the army, but I see drug dealers. I see things going on. I can't just go and kill them. And and he had all of this rage. He said, if I was in another country, I could just go and do that if I had my uniform on. There's certain people, they're drug dealers. The rest, they're like, you go and bang, 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 bang. Here, you can't do that. So he had this training, this program going around and around still. And he had yes. this anger because he's like, why is all of this happening in Australia and you haven't got the same power of going into some of those other countries? He couldn't make sense of it. And he still has this anger cycle going around and around. And he says, I, I have fights with police all the time going, why can't you do enough? Why can't this happen? I used to do it in my job. And, and he had this anger that he just, he, he still, he says, I just can't let it go. And he, he goes, it's when I left, when I left the army, they didn't, they didn't put my brain back how it was before 
I went through all of that training and I knew what he was saying. When you are being programmed and, and reprogrammed and that desensitization and that takes over. And obviously he had a long career in the army and now he's come back to normal civilian life. But that part of his brain is still like a combat fighter. Yeah, it's, it's look, it's it, one thing it's, we all understand, we, we, we have a cycles of life, you know, we are born, we are children, we are, you know, teenagers, and then we need to decide what we're going to live a life. Uh, when we decided what we're going to do for the living, nobody puts the gun in our head and say, you can do this job or this job. Mm. Most of the time, we voluntarily choose what we're going to do. I, I can't say nobody decided for me. My grandfather was wanted the best for me, so the same military school, and uh, I was supposed to be in the Navy, submarine officer. But the thing is, things have changed, so I ended up in in in, in, vocal in independence, which is the infantry. There's no there's no Navy, but uh, nobody tells people in their life that when you grow up, you're gonna hit on certain things, obstacles or problems that anger's gonna be inside of you. But what the worries me even more. That the society itself fueling that anger even more. That, that's what my biggest problem did. And nobody in society doesn't actually step it out and say, okay, uh, it's not just the soldiers or police officers, you know, fire brigades, ambulance people. It's so easy that human life being dehumanized and then being branded as not undesirable, but just avoid being angry. It doesn't want to make you comfortable to be next to somebody. Mm. My issue was always that because of my actions and didn't fit in society, make me angry to be why I can't be like, like everybody else accepted. And it's not just a rejection. And then what it is, the society brings you, and then fuels more anger with you. So yeah. this is what I truly believe that army kind of put your head back. I think that we all the voluntarily making the choices and it's hard we need a professionals like yourself but that's all i say uh, guys nicole alton you need to read her poems and that's like it's expressions of yourself to these poems it's it's tremendous and society is like you know we start this from early age i'm not a psychologist i'm not a professional i'm not talking about this one i see the society it's angry and angrier with everything but nobody tries to calm down nobody doesn't try to people make it happy we're talking about COVID now or the army whatever it is I always seen that the things that fuel it instead of being they escalated to put down to, to try to calm people be less angry because as you know that being angry it's not good because it's a no. physical pain it's a physical pain and people don't understand this because the scream from inside outside i'm angry about something it's an injustice it's being cheated being smacked in life or you know injustice whatever we are well, that's that, cr that chronic anger will just eat you up inside and you know if it keeps building the rest of it you'll have health problems physical health problems mental health problems it just will completely break down your nervous system i, I find uh for me lately going to the hydro pool so if i'm in the warm water I just turned to, to jelly, like there's nothing going on in my head space. My body's really relaxed. So I haven't got the rolled shoulders forward like I'm ready to fight. <laughs> I'm relaxed and even just floating in the warm water, you know, like I'm at peace. 
I don't look like you I'm, see, that's I'm ready for battle. <laughs> I see, but that's that what makes you the perfect person. You see, we always take into somebody with qualifications and the biggest degrees and everything else. But there's a person who's gone through this, Nicole Olte, who's interviewed me today. But I'm more fascinated, fascinated about yourself than about, about my life because you know the, how to help the people. And this is what the people don't listen, that anger, it's curable. But only person who can cure the your anger, it's not just a coach, it's yourself. Society, it's yourself. But yeah. it's like we don't accept those methods of um, uh, helping, seeking the help from those people who are going through this. Why are you doing this, Nicole? Can I ask you, why you want to help everybody who's going through anger? PTSD, why? Because I've, I've felt the terrible impacts of what it did to my body. A lot of a lot of people don't talk about when you have post-traumatic stress disorder, and I've got complex, so I've got multiple traumas and prolonged trauma throughout my life from start to, to present. And in 2019, when I had the massive body contractions and to the point that nobody told me that could happen. So I'm stuck yeah. for three days going through this surge of my body, my arms cramping up, my hands curling in, my feet going all different directions and my body going through contractions. And it took me after the third day to go to the GP and say, what the hell is going on? And yeah. I couldn't, I was going through, like, I didn't know I was having eye migraines. I was losing my eyesight. Um, I did let Edward Zarr, our close mate, know what was going yep. on. But I had no idea that people could go through that from having trauma, that my body was starting to want to shut down. And I had all of these stored emotions and, and anger, deep anger. I couldn't yes. let go. And, and I just had to keep riding was the only way. Riding, riding, nonstop riding to just find a way to release. Yes. Uh, I had an MRI to make sure my brain was okay. Everybody, my brain is perfect. <laughs> and I have, I have evidence of that. <laughs> Um, but to to the psychological impact that trauma had done to what was going on, you know, that that everything wasn't functioning properly. I couldn't see, uh, you know, my body was, like I said, cramping up, you know. Uh, that has never happened again um, and I never, ever want that to happen again. I don't lose my vision anymore. Yeah. I know the symptoms if if I start to feel like an eye migraine's coming on and I know now that I need to be out in nature. I need to, to do exercise. I need to eat healthy. I need to have the X amount of sleep each 24 hours. So taking good self-care what I need to do for myself. So individually, we have to work out what works best for you, what works best for me. Other people might do this. Piss off if that doesn't work for you. So, yeah, you know, like if, sure. if 
if you, if I need to be in the pool two hours a day when I'm dealing with a lot of stress, I'm in the pool for two hours. But I'm an ex-swim teacher and was in the Navy, so water doesn't scare me. <laughs> so two hours, two hours, I find I can I can let everything go. Yeah. For someone else, they might need to go for a run. For you, you love boxing, you know, like punching yeah. that bag or getting those gloves on and getting out that tension. Cool. You do, yes, you cool, do yes. whatever you need to do. So like, look, that, this is why I'm grateful to know the person like yourself. It's, for me personally, it's, it's hard to anybody impress me except they humble, being humble, honest, and seeing that they obstacles, whatever they face in life, they're doing in majority on their own. Because after all, people in our, around us, they don't have time for us. I heard that one statistic that 80%, they don't care. At 20% people say, I'm glad it's not me. Now, yeah. <laughs> so where's you know, the other? Yeah, <laughs> where's where's the ones that are saying, I care, I see and I hear you? Yeah, because what the one thing I learned as well, the only person who doesn't lie to in your life, it's you looking yourself in the mirror. And I need to face all my demons. I was the number one 10, 15 years ago, pointing finger and everybody, blaming everybody for my mistakes. For me, I don't need some that my anger destroys the everything around me. Yeah. The rage that the, 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 the continues being upset with something and looking excuse to be angry of anybody and then i saw myself i saw myself as my father the only thing what i needed was a 10 bottles of beer per day like him mm. and i said like, come on Mario, something's wrong with you not with everybody else so and then you know as you travel through life you meet people like nicole alton for for as i said to you i'll truly salute you this is not a paid advertising there was no agreement between me and nicole but I respect because you talk in a different way. You go through your things. You know what I mean? You 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 PTSD and anger management, everything else. And you still find the time to help other people. That's what makes you unique. That's what makes you a hero. That's what for me in a business, and I learned this to my clients. It's not what you just representing on a status symbol. It is a did you face a problem in your life? That's our leadership. You've been in position, you know where you are in the military and sorry navy and you know being diagnosed with ptsd so how come somebody can advise your ptsd or anger if they've experienced this mm, exactly. but that's what makes you call the person i really enjoy talking to and i'm truly grateful you know you, you asked me today to talk to you yeah and i think doesn't matter if anyone rejects you doesn't matter if everyone rejects you as long as you don't yes. reject yourself and well, if people are going, I, I don't care what you have to say. Nobody cares about you. And they're like, <laughs> nobody cares about you. You're like, I don't give a shit. I care about myself and, and give it back. I like looking at myself in the mirror. I say, I love me. Give it back. Have the attitude, have the confidence within yourself because those people don't have to watch or listen to you. That's correct, Nicole. They, you need to believe in yourself. And that's where the anger is. I was most of the time angry. Most of my life, I was angry at my parents. I was angry because I didn't have the best girlfriend. I was angry because I didn't achieve the ranking military. I was angry because, well, I'll give you an example. My mom, my mom um, 
they, they escaped, as I said to you, like as a PG beginning of the war. Anyway, in 93, she decided to, you know, they appeared in my life. And I was angry on them. Why did you left me so many times in my life? But you know what? Then I said to myself, past 10 years, it's okay. I need to deal with myself, not with their problems. I can't fix other people's problems. I need to look after myself because if I don't <laughs> have the myself, hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I mean, like, because after all, people people don't care. See, you have you no. the smile, Nicole, but behind the smile, it is something, it's experience, life experience. You've gone through this. Yeah. When you're watching the news, when you're watching, you listen to the radio, people just talk. But I ask everybody, before you open your mouth, Ask yourself, did you walk in the shoes of Nicole Alton? Did you experience that, that life uh, obstacles? No, I did not. So how do you know? So you done it this, you say two hours in the water or uh, five hours swimming, whatever it is. That was like the, <laughs> Mermaid. Movie, the entire world. But that's it. that's the world around us. Because the heroes is not only the big celebrity names. They always say they will they're gonna be the first one who's gonna dump you. Uh, you can see it in COVID. But the point it is. This is what I enjoy talking to you, Nicole. Because for me, you're keeping it real, being yeah, being real. That, yes. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for chatting. Thank I you. Pre I appreciate. Thank you for today. You're welcome. You I really appreciate that.